Hey guys, this is your host Nitin Binhani and a very warm welcome to my startup podcast channel Jazair Audio where we share real stories with real learnings. My today's guest is Rupam Das, the founder of Acuity Labs, one of the upcoming healthcare startups from India. And in this podcast, Rupam will be sharing his intrinsic insights on how he raised angel round for Acuity Labs using a special instrument. So, let's welcome today's special guest. Hi Rupam, welcome again on Jazair Audio and thank you for talking to us. Thank you so much Nitin, pleasure and I'm really honored to be part of the show again and thank you so much for the opportunity so let's start with what is pow and how is it different from a compulsory convertible debenture or a convertible note great question nitin so we have seen quite a few number of unicorns in 2021 but the large question remains how much of the wealth being created by startup ecosystem has gone back to retail investors or how much participation does indian middle class or small investors have in the startup ecosystem right. the answer is always very little now after zero the india has got significant number of investors who are doing uh, the stock investment we asked the question can there be a similar amount of investors who can invest in the startups now startup investment in general is quite risky and 10000 yeah. rupees for a small investor is quite a huge amount so the question that we asked is can the risk be mitigated can small investors participate in startup and investment and if so how that can be structured so public angel investment offer for the private placement or pio is a new instrument or structure you can say that we have brought to raise fund for the angel round in the startups and we have recently raised 1 crore plus from 120 investors for actually labs private limited using this tool so convertible debenture or traditional angel investment has been either valuation driven or it's an unsecured debt or using preferential shares yeah. now how conventional ccds works is people invest in the startup against convertible debenture and when the startups goes for the valuation the convertible debenture is converted into equities there is no safety net for that investment they do not have a control of how this money is being you know used by the startup so pio comes in in this proposition and offers a great deal of transparency you know i am intrigued to understand why didn't you raise your funding round from an angel syndicate or a platform look actually has always been a company which has been built by people which has been built in the public and our strength has been our network 9500 followers in linkedin my student network of 27000 and then innovators network so all the businesses in actually lab come from our existing networks now when we were going for raising the fund we approached various angel investment groups but then many of our existing network partners beneficiaries patients they came forward and they said that you know we want to contribute towards the growth of actually labs and that's how the idea came so we thought if the company has been promoted by uh, people then why can't we bring out an instrument whereby the fundraising is also by people so that was the whole idea so what terms and conditions did you stipulate on pow 
Now, how it works is startup is allowed to use only 8.5% of the total raised capital every month. So, the capital has to run for at least 12 months period and the startup has to generate at least 20% of the revenue over the expenses. So, a startup is allowed to spend only 5 rupees per 1 rupees income unlike some of the other giants who spend anything between 50 rupees to 700 rupees for earning 1 rupees. The third thing yep. is a startup can take advance from the raised capital up to 50% they can take advance now if against that advance they have to give 1% every month as dividend to the investor the fourth thing that comes into picture is if a startup fails to generate the minimum revenue criteria then the capping on the expenses is brought down to 4.5% so the startup founders or startup team can never run away with the money spending madlessly the next thing is the whole thing requires the startup to present its money monthly budget as well as audit results before all the investors. So there is a great deal of transparency. There is a great deal of protection for the money and also the startups are being forced to be much more responsible with the money. So that's how the whole thing is different from the traditional CCDs. And also at the same time, presentation is made in the public domain with all the necessary information, just like IPOs. But in this case, once people from the public domain shows interest, then the startup has to communicate with them, you know, understand the vision and the other things and then offer that privately. So it's a private placement. So there is an entire structure, both regulatory compliances as well as, you know, financial discipline as well as, uh, you know, business ethics, which is being put into the whole structure. So what was your fundraising experience and how many investors participated in the funding round? So we had initially 197 subscribers out of which uh, about 132 we uh, selected after talking to each of the subscribers. And so we did not distinguish who were willing to invest 10,000 or 10 lakh. We talked with them, we cleared all their doubts. Now of this 120 odd who, who have finally invested, now if you look into the number, 37% of them are existing patients of Acuity Labs. Now that's a big validation. About 18% of them are my students whom I taught back in 2008, 2009, 2010. A lot of them are small term entrepreneurs. Like So it is a proof that if you have a good relationship with people, they are ready to come in as the investor and bring their values and also bring their own network along with themselves. So other than the money, what is the benefit that Pio brings? Raising money from 2 to 3 HNI is compliance wise much more easy. Raising from 120 people, there is a severe amount of documentation compliances regulatory processes that we need to follow right side money what comes next everybody who is coming in as an investor they also bring with them a significant network worth they know few people if we say that every investor at least knows five people who would require our services we are talking about 600 subscribers for our medical services not yeah. only that many of them are into various segments of the business who which are of our interest so we'll be doing a lot of b2b partnerships and a lot of other sort of partnerships from the investor network if you talk about the exit game the exit will be obviously through the ipo that we are planning around 2027 and we have a distinct roadmap that we have shared very clearly with the investors we have made them aware of the risk factors and one of the things is that within next two years we'll be going for the valuation and we'll convert the ccds into the shares 
Also, this network will create a circular economy by means of which a lot of other deals will be given to the investors of this network for the mutual benefit, mutual promotion. And the other thing is the knowledge that we are going to create because our, our strength has been content. So we are going to create a significant amount of educational content which is going to be of immense value for our investors so that even when we give them the exit and if they make the wealth, they are also ready as a very, very solid investor with a solid knowledge of the startup ecosystem, valuation, exit game and the other things. Finally, which kind of startups can emulate or use power for fundraising? Look, not every startup is meant to be VC funded startup, right? Startups yeah. are tech different driven startups that can scale very far. Okay, that's a Silicon Valley definition. So by default, a VCs are looking for a startup that can grow crazily, right? It's a growth oriented. So you raise next round, you give exit to previous round investor, you raise next round, give exit to previous round investor and so and so, so forth, right? But there are many startups which are good technology startups, which were never meant to grow very fast. They were meant to create a value and profitable business. They are not really looking for crazy growth, rather delighting their customers. Kind of startup who have a presence in the public domain, they should be able to raise from Pio and shortly we'll be launching Pio's platform also. So within Actually Labs, Pio will also be working like an independent incubated startup. So with this, we have reached at the end of this podcast. Rupam, it was a pleasure to have you on Jazar Audio and thank you for sharing great insights with us. Thank you so much, Nitin. I wish the channel to grow. I'm a regular follower of your channel. It's a great value that you are creating for the ecosystem. Congrats and all the best to you. Are you a founder of an early stage startup and looking to raise funding? Get your startup investor ready before even you start pitching to your prospective investors. For know-how, please visit www.jazero.in. That is www.jasaro.in. And lastly, I want to thank all the listeners who took their valuable time to listen to this podcast. Keep rocking, be safe and don't forget to share.